You are listening to Church Unlimited Students, a ministry of Church Unlimited. If God is speaking to you through this podcast, we encourage you to share this resource with your friends. And make sure to connect with us on social media by following at Students. Thank you for listening to Church Unlimited Students. So yesterday I was uh, driving around on my golf cart to all your rec sites. And it was very, it was very quiet. So I was like, man, I want to know who's the loudest tribe in the building. Who's the loudest tribe of Student Camp 2017? Uh, who, 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 who? I can't hear you. Before, but before I get started, I get really nervous when I speak. Uh, what gets me really fired up? is when a whole lot of people start yelling and start going crazy because of what God's about to bring to this room, about to bring to this people, and that this message that I prepared for you, I, I, I like when people get really excited. So can you get excited for me? Just, just one second. I want you to get excited for what God is about to do in this room on student camp on Tuesday morning. Can you get excited about it? Can you get excited about it? I'm super excited to be talking to you all today. Uh, the morning sessions are going to be based on this acronym that we came up for our ministry to help you learn how to walk with Christ, to help you learn how to walk the walk and talk the talk when you're living for Christ. And so the first two I'm going to be talking about today is uh, read the word daily and attend church weekly. These are two major parts in your walk with God, and I really want to talk to you all about today. Before I get started, I'm going to pray over this room and pray over you guys and pray over this message that God does some incredible things. If you can please bow your heads. Dear God, I just thank you for today. I thank you for allowing us to be at this place just to hear from you. We're here to learn more about you. We're here to get more of you. We're here to walk with you. We're, we're here to gain wisdom from you, God. God, I pray that we open our ears and open our hearts to what you have for us, God. God, I pray that you, you give us the strength and the courage to do things that we never could. God, thank you for allowing us to be in this room. I pray that you speak everything that you want every student here wants to, needs to hear. In your son Jesus Christ's name I pray, amen. So, I'm fired up. I'm ready. It's student camp. Student camp is like one of my favorite things of all time behind my son. How many of you know I have a son? Ooh, yes. So, I had this son. Uh, me and my wife just had our first baby in January. This is our son, Nehemiah. Nehemiah is four months old right now. He's going to turn five months here in June. And he's like the chubbiest little baby. Do we have a picture of Nehemiah? So this is Nehemiah. Nehemiah is like a little, he's like a little marshmallow. We go, we go out on the lake pretty often. And so when we get on the boat, we have to give him a life jacket. And we got, we, we got the infant size. And he still couldn't fit it. And he's like, and I'm like, oh, you're so cute. And so... He's this, he's this chubby, chubby, chubby kid. One thing we're trying to do right now is we're trying to teach him to crawl. And so my wife is on that side of the living room. I'm on this side of the living room. So we put Nehemiah down, and we put him on his belly, and I set him up properly, and he swims. 
And I'm like, bro, crawl. And I get frustrated really easy, but my wife is over here like, come on, Maya, come on, come on. I'm like, bro, what's wrong with you? You need to get across the room right now. There's nothing wrong with your legs. Get up right now. But he's so chubby that his belly keeps him from, from crawling across the room. The, uh, the other day, um, I was throwing him up in the air. I, I'm not allowed to throw him up in the air anymore, but I did it this day. Y'all want to know why I can't throw him up in the air? So we started playing this game, right? And I would grab Nehemiah, and I'd be like, babe, how far can we throw him up before he touches the ceiling? And so what I would do is I would get Nehemiah, and I'd be like, woo! Oh, he didn't touch it, babe. Let's do it again. And so she got really mad, and she's like, no, you can't throw him anymore. So I grabbed him uh, a, couple, a couple weeks ago, and she knows I'm about to throw him. And it's been a while before I, I threw him up in the air. And I was like, all right. I'm about to throw you up in the air. I know I might get in trouble, but he laughs so hard. So, so I get ready to throw him up in the air, and he doesn't go anywhere. I'm like, dude, like, like, bro, get out of my hands. And so, like, I'm trying to throw him up into the air, and he keeps grabbing a hold of me. And I'm like, man, why, why is he holding me, babe? Why isn't he letting me throw him up into the air? You see, something that I lost with my son was, was my trust because I'm throwing him up trying to touch the ceiling. So he's like, man, I'm not going to let you throw me anymore. And so I'm losing this trust with my son. And I'm like, man, like I, I really want my son to trust me to throw him up in the air. God wants you to trust him. You see, what Nehemiah doesn't know is daddy's not going to let Nehemiah fall. Daddy's not going to let Nehemiah hit the ceiling. Daddy's not going to let Nehemiah hurt himself. Daddy's going to protect his son. The same thing with God. God says, hey, I I I want you to trust me. I have something really cool for you, but I need you to trust me. You see, see, God's not going to let you fail. God's not going to let you fall. God's going to protect you. God's going to love you. God cares about you. You are on God's agenda. He sent a son to die for you. You are important to Jesus Christ. He came. He died. He rose. He saved. I need you to get excited about that. It says, Proverbs 2.3 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Do not depend on your own understanding. So, read the word daily. This is why this is in our acronym walks. We We can't lean on our own understanding. We are man. We will eventually fail. We will not be perfect. We will sin. We will do bad. We shall not lean on our own understanding. That's why we read the word. You see, the word gives us an understanding for our faults. The word gives us an understanding for our failures. The the, the word gives us answers when we're short. Read the word daily. Only if you knew. Only if you knew. Only if Nehemiah knew. He could let go. I was going to catch him. I might touch the ceiling with him, but only if you knew. Only if you knew how much God loved you. Only if you knew. And you can know. You can 
know how much God loves you if you read the word daily. The second thing we're going to be talking about was attend church weekly. Attend church weekly. It says in James 1, 22 through 25. But don't just listen to God's word. I was like, what? what? Don't just listen. Like, God, that's cool. <laughs> but don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you are only fooling yourselves. For if you listen to the word and don't obey, it's like glancing at your face in the mirror. You see yourself walk away and, and forget what you look like. But if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, and if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. When um, my dad, my dad's like one of the biggest heroes in my life. My dad is a super duper cool guy. I love my dad. Uh, when my dad was younger, he grew up as a Jehovah Witness. And uh, that's, a different, that's a different denomination. I'm not going to go into that. He, he didn't go, uh, he, he didn't do things the way we may do things, uh, but he, he, he attended uh, Jehovah's Witness pretty frequently. And um, throughout his whole life, he kept going and going because his parents made him. His, his parents say, hey, no, you don't have a choice. I'm not giving you a choice. Uh, you're you're, you're going to go. You're going whether you like it or not. So I said, so my dad said, okay, I'll go whether I like it or not. But then my dad, he, he grew up and he, he made the decision um, and said, hey, uh, I'm, I'm going to try something different. And he, and he tried out a couple different churches. And he found this church. And we attended this church ever since I was in the second grade. And my dad, he, he, didn't, he didn't give me an option. He didn't give me an option to go to camp. He didn't give me an option to go to church. He didn't give me an option to do anything. You see, when I was younger, I had, I had this amazing dad and I had these amazing parents. But for some reason, I was very angry at them. I wasn't happy with anything that my dad had for me. I wasn't happy that anything that my mom had for me. I was like, man, forget this. I really don't like this. Another thing that happened when I got towards middle school, I got a little bullying problem that happened. And, and, and so bullying was happening at school, and I hated being at home. So I was stuck in this place where life was really dark, and life was really, really scary. One day I said, all right, I don't, I don't want to live this life anymore. I'm out here. I don't want to be here anymore. So I began to write this letter one night without noticing, and this is, this, is a, this is a very true story, without noticing, I was writing a suicide letter. I was writing to my parents. I was like, hey, parents, I'm doing this because of you. I'm doing this because of all the friends at school. I'm doing this because I just hate my life, and I don't want it anymore. But then something, something crazy changed, something crazy happened where as I was writing this suicide letter talking about how much I hate my parents and how I didn't want to be here anymore and how, how, how the world is so mean to me, God reminded me of something. And this is not something that I just read or 
just happened to come by. This is something that I heard in church. But there was something in the letter where the letter took a turn. And I wrote on the paper, I said, but I'm not going to do it. But I'm not going to do it because in that moment, God said something to me. And it's in Exodus 14, 14, I was reminded of this verse. It says, the Lord will fight for you. Just stay calm. I was ready to, in my life, I was ready to get rid of everything. But God was telling me to just stay calm. You see, this didn't happen because something cool where I flipped my Bible open and I put my finger on a page with my eyes closed and said, oh, okay, I get it now. A miracle. No, nothing crazy happened to me. God didn't open the heavens and say, hey, DQ, hey, uh, don't do that. I love you. He, he, didn't, he, he didn't do something really crazy. What God did is he spoke to me in a weekly church service, and I remembered one verse, even though I didn't want to be there. It's so important that you attend church weekly because it can save your life. Students, you have to understand the capacity that... Being in the church weekly can have on your life. Just stay calm. I remember that verse. It's one of my favorite verses. I told my wife about this verse, and I told my wife about this time. This is the only, oh, this is the second time I've ever told anyone. My wife got me this, this uh, keychain that goes on my keys, and it has Exodus 14, 14. So I can remember to just stay calm. I'm almost done with my message. I don't have this, this huge, long message for you because the message is very simple, and that's to read the word daily and attend church weekly. Because in a moment where I could have made a terrible mistake, I just stayed calm. I believe there's some of you in here who should be pregnant right now. And I believe that God's telling you right now, hey, just stay calm. Some of you shouldn't be here right now. But one week in the last couple weeks, Someone came up to you and said, hey, come to student camp. Just stay calm. In one of the darkest moments of my life, God spoke to me. But what's magical? It was in a fairy tale. There was a thought that came to me from when I was sitting in a service. And I remember the pastor say, hey, you don't have to fight your fight anymore. You don't have to cry any tears anymore. Just stay calm. I have one more verse for you guys. It says, James 1, 21 says, so go get rid of all the filth and evil in your lives and humbly accept the word God has planted in your hearts, for it has the power to save your souls. For it has the power to save 
your soul. I want to address something really quick. What I'm starting to see in, in ministry and with, with students who uh, attend service is that what we do is sometimes we, we attend weekly, but sometimes we, we miss it. Sometimes I see some, sometimes with, with, with adults that, w- that we come and serve weekly and we attend church weekly, but we miss it. God, every week in your life, every time you step into a service, can do something and is doing something, but sometimes we miss it. We're really playing that song again? Oh, it's... Is he preaching? He doesn't yell. Church, church is boring. Camp, camp, camp is boring. We have got God, God is, God is standing, and God is present. But sometimes we just miss it. You see, what I want us to realize, students, is that whoever is standing or preaching or, or when you open your Bible, that God is, God is literally speaking to you. When you step into this room, you are literally in the presence. When you step and you hear a message, God is literally saying, hey, I have something for you. Here's something. I'm, I'm trying to give it to you right now. But hold on, hold on. Sometimes we miss it. Sometimes we go in the church and we have everything that we don't like about it. But we miss what God has to say for us. We miss what God wants to do with us because we don't understand. This is what I'm going to challenge you with. I want you to get focused. Attend weekly. Read the word daily. You want a great relationship with God? Do one of those two things. You want a blessing to come into your life? Do one of those two things. Things are going hard. Do one of those two things. Because it says it has the power to save your soul. I was writing a letter to my parents. I was crying. I was about to take my life because something stupid had happened in my life where I was angry with my parents. But you know what? God says, hey, I have the power to save your soul. So when you attend weekly and when you read your word, God can change you. And there is somebody in here who wants that. pray with you guys. God is awesome. 
is really cool. Over the past couple of years, I get closer and closer with him, and I'm learning all of these really cool and neat things about him that I never knew before. But the only way I can, only way I can get that better relationship with him, only way I can know him more is by spending a little time with him, is by going to hear a word from him. Today I pray that you guys are prepared and you guys are ready to go out and read the word so you can get that relationship. Read the word so you can get the, get the answers that, that we all need. God, I pray that you just do something big within this room. God, I pray that you just, just give them the wisdom that they need. I pray that you, you, you just help some students step up to the plate, God. God, I pray that they just step up and they're ready. God, I thank you for what you're doing in this camp and in this room, God. We love you, and it's in your son Jesus Christ's name that we pray. Amen. DQ, baby. Man, I'm so grateful we got this cat on staff. I love this guy. Man, when I moved to Corpus a few months ago, I met DQ, and I was like, dude, this guy is a stud. I love him. So I'm so grateful he's on our staff. Give him a hand one more time. Hey, before we dismiss, Annalise Arredondo, if you're in here, you don't have to stand up right now or anything, just come see me at the stage in just a minute. We got something for you. We'll explain something to you. No big deal. Just come up to me uh, as we dismiss. Hey, next, if you look, it's on the agenda. We try to do everything on time so you don't need to be late. We just came to, um, we just had, uh, have we had lunch yet? We haven't had lunch yet, have we? We haven't had lunch. What time is it? 11.32. We've got lunch in 45 minutes. We got lunch in 45 minutes. So um, what we're going to do right now is... Uh, we're going to have a little tribe time. Leaders, we're adding this to the schedule. We're going to have a little bit of tribe time. So if you would, just over the next 30 minutes. Leaders, y'all hear this? Everybody in here? Leaders, adult leaders, y'all hear this? If there's anybody outside, make sure you're telling them. You're going to go to your group right now. You're not going to go to your cabin. Hey, one thing we're going to do less of is we're going to go less to our cabin. Here's why. This is unfortunate, but there's always one idiot. And if I'm going to be honest, that's the truth. We had... We had uh, one student have something stolen. It wasn't a big deal. I mean, it was just a little bit of money, something like that. I think it was like a 20 laying on the bed or something. Don't leave your money laying out. Um, and it was stolen, so therefore we can't just be going back to our cabins. <laughs>